Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm Raven, here bringing you the 2018 Xmas horror movie called Mrs. Claus. Yes, Mrs. Claus. And this is my second time watching this one. I watched it last year, but decided not to podcast it. I wanted to do some other ones before that. But you know, it's only only get to do four Xmas horrors a year, so I figured I'd do this one since I left off with this one last year. This is a B-horror. I will be doing a couple of mainstream ones too in the next few weeks to come. But Mrs. Claus 2018, I'm gonna review this for you real quick. And then first off, like I always do, I start off with the synopsis. And it's about a group of college students attending an Xmas party at a sorority house that has a sinister past that's stalked by a bloodthirsty killer disguised as Mrs. Claus. Yes, that's the premise, folks. And I'll give you my thoughts on it in a few seconds. I just want to run down the cast to give out a shout out to the people that's in the movies. Um, we have starting off with Helen Udi, who plays Mrs. Werner, Frank Stevens, who plays Julie Cornell. We have Kaylee Williams who plays Amber. She's the head sorority bitch, basically. Mel Heffen who plays Angela. She's the one you'll know in the beginning who's getting hazed. We have Randy Specks, Hannah, sorority sister, Billy Rannigan, Kyle. Diane Azora plays Sophie. Ryan Poole, who plays Grant. Jantel Hope, who plays Monica. So that's the cast. Those are the main people in the movie. Like I said, it's a B movie. This runs like 90 minutes. It's it's an easy watch. I mean, it's, it's not like a super slow pace movie. It has its parts, but you know, it's just a setup. But it goes pretty fairly well, because you know me when it comes to us. Um, slow movies I'm not really a big fan of it but there are a lot of great ones that I sit through because they are really good that's just my hang up because I guess it's my um ADHD maybe even though I don't think I had that but I just got a short attention span but back on hand this is a fun kind of no budget b-horror movie and by me saying no budget I'm saying like the movies basically was worth to make ten thousand dollars but it looks like it's worth a little bit more than $10,000. But I'll get to that in a sec. But I found it kind of griping at times. Nothing to write home about. It's good enough to keep your interest, at least for a while. And for a B-rated horror, I was surprised how decent it kind of was. I've seen a lot of B-horrors. And, you know, those who follow me on a regular, they know I watch a lot of B-horror. I give shout out to, like, Independence a lot of indies and you know b-horror folks so i do try to throw those in there with some mainstream so you know i won't steer you in the wrong direction when it comes to a really horrible b-horror and a decent b-horror and actually there's are some good b-horror movies out there so i say this is not bad at at times this movie holds up to make you at least keep your interest for a while the characters um like the opening scene sorority girls especially amber the house leader is a she's basically a vomit and <laughs> she gets on your nerve very quickly and her followers her other sorority sisters 
then bad but not as bad as her. At some point, they even realize how bad she is. But it starts off, you know, slow pace. You don't really get no character development with these characters. Even though you get kind of idea how they are, but you just really is no real development. They show you what happens and I guess the whole story's going in the beginning. It's like they then they fast forward a year later at the present Christmas time, around that time of Christmas. And what happened a year ago continues in a deadlier way in the sorority house. But it's with a whole new different sorority group. It's not like the same group from happening a year ago. I guess that graduation clash um, left. And it's a whole new group of people. Except, but they were, you know, juniors and sophomores. But now, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, um... I'll tell you some of the story real quick. It's like, okay, Amber, she's the house sorority leader. She's the bully. She bullied Angela, but they but they didn't know Angela had some kind of mental health issues, which in real life, you know, people get bullied and stuff like that, and nobody knows about their mental health, and then you push them to a point and just never know. That's why she never bullied. And one day, Angela snaps, graphically kills Amber. This is no real spoilers. And Angela then kills herself. And then that's when it goes flash forward to the new class and things start going from there. And just to give you a little heads up, and it's like I said, no real spoiler. Um, Angela, Angela, um, sister comes to the campus and everybody finds it weird that she's there with pledged for the same, you know, sorority that her sister just got killed in a year ago. So it's, or hung herself. And it's just, that's where it starts off from. And she's there with some friends that she met and that she knew already. So from that point on, when it flash forwards a year, it just goes from there. And it actually does keep your interest. Then the murdering starts with a whole new group of sorority people, like I told you. But there are a lot of few and nice twists in this one, which got me for a surprise when I first watched it. And even watching it the second time, I forgot the second twist. But So it does, you know... Gives you something to look forward to. Because I don't think a lot of people will get what's going on towards the end. And you'll be like, oh, snap, that really happened. So, like I said, the twist actually gets gets me. I didn't see it coming. You'll have your suspicions, but I think you're going to be wrong who you suspect. The kills are fun in a B-horror fashion, you know, overly bloody in a graphic way. Um, What else? It's like a B horror, but not a B bad horror camera shooting. Like, I know a lot of people don't like certain B horrors because of the way the cameras look, but this one ain't too bad. This doesn't look like a home camera. This look like a little bit above that. So if you're into like not watching, um, if you're into like decent camera work, this is not that bad for a, for a B horror. Like I said, I seen horrible, grainy, or really, really like D level for B horror movie camera work. Um, if you're into nudity, there's a quick scene of nudity in like the 20-minute mark. If you're into that, sex scene, because I know some people like that in their horrors. Um, but like I said, with a bigger budget, like I said, this budget was $10,000. With a bigger budget and a better dialogue, I could see this as a good Xmas horror must-see every year. But this is definitely good for a one-time watch at least or every other year. It's definitely good for a one-time watch, y'all. But that is my review 
on Mrs. Claus, and I give it two and a half Raven Wings. And that's it for my first Christmas horror of the year. And like I said, my quick reviews hopefully give you something to look forward to and give you enough to, you know, want to see it or not see it. But I'm honest with how I feel with my horror. If it's bad, I'm going to let you know it's bad. If it's good, I'm going to let you know it's good. If it's a must-watch, it's a must-watch. Like, my thing is a one-time watch. If it's good enough for a one-time watch, that means definitely it's good enough for a one-time watch. So, but as always, I'm going to give you a little bit of trivia. Well, I looked up on this one. It's just one. But if you do watch this movie and you do like it, writer, director, Troy S. Camilla announces that he was writing a sequel in 2019. Don't know if that's really still going on, but we'll find out in a year or so. Because if it's not out in a year or so, maybe he stopped writing it, you know? There's a couple of quotes that was in this one. When you watch it, you'll understand it better. But Amber said to Angela when Angela got her Christmas gift, why did you give me a happy holidays Christmas card? You're not one of those people who who are offended by Christmas, are you? It's all right to say Christmas. Which is, you know, you know, a lot of people say holidays these days because there's so many different, you know, people call it in their religion different things. So you just try to be respectful. So that was just making a joke at that. And that's my review on Mrs. Claus. And as always, you can always hit me up on Instagram at Ravens underscore horror. And my podcast one, Ravens underscore house of horror. Links is in bio to my TikToks where I've been putting up some stuff. So thanks for joining, and I will have a nice, decent, mainstream Xmas haul for you next week. Stay frosty, stay warm. Raven is out. Oh, oh yeah, and always, always stay creepy in a good way. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm Raven here bringing you the 2018 review of Sleigh Bells. This is a B-horror Christmas Christmas movie. And this might not suit everyone, but if you're into horror and you want to mix it with a little bit of Christmas and you're into B-movies, not like bad um, quality B-movie. This is decently shot and it's a good B-movie quality even the production, then I think you will enjoy this one. I don't think it may be for anyone, but it's definitely, to me, good for a one-time watch. The runtime is only 90 minutes, so it's, it goes fast, too, because it keeps you kind of busy. I'm going to run down a synopsis, the cast, and give you my thoughts on this one. The plot is, it's Xmas Eve, and three cosplaying women come across the malevolent Xmas demon, Krampus. The girls must team up with Santa Claus, yes, Santa Claus himself, to battle the creature and save the world. So, the plot's simple enough, and it sounds a little bit silly, but it is Christmas, and it is horror, and it is it's a fun comedy, horror, kind of violent slasher movie. So, like I said, give it a try. Run down the cast real quick. We have Babby Bostwick. And you've definitely seen this dude in a lot of different movies. I was actually shocked he was in this one. But he plays Santa. We have Christina Klebe. She plays Alexi. We have one of the cosplayers. We have Susan Slaughter. That's a good horror name. I don't know if that's her real name or not. She played the Hela. She's the red-headed one. 
and she's the you know the tough girl we have Hannah Minx who plays Sadie she's the shy one and she's the one with the blue hair and then we have Diane Salinger she plays Cherry and she's the bartender that they run into but keep an eye out on her later on in the movie then we have Stephen Ford who plays a police officer I've seen him in a few things you know we have Richard Mole he's an old school actor from the series if you remember if you're older than 35 probably you remember um, Night Court and he plays Officer Green and then we have Joel Azara Hebner who plays who's in the actually outfit of Krampus so that's the rundown for you and I'm just gonna give you my quick thoughts on this quick review so sleigh bells my thoughts this is a low budget over the top at times fun movie there's a lot going on in this one a lot this is a this is a quiet taste but if you're open-minded and you like fun seeking movies bee harvest especially if you're a fan of bee harvest i think you will like this one trust me i watch a lot of bee horror and i watch a lot of crap that i don't even talk about or even advertise on my page trust me you go through a lot of movies just to go to a, a get a decent bee horror movie <laughs> but um i think this one is worth the shot especially for a christmas horror especially if you don't you know have anything to watch at the time it's a good, good fast 90 minutes I like how one of the things I like how Krampus looks in this one you know compared to a lot of other Krampus movies I've seen basically they actually did a good job with his outfit because there's some Krampus movies I watch him and he looked like a, a werewolf on two feet with horns stuck in his head this one don't look so much like a werewolf <laughs> he looks werewolfish but got still that Krampus feeling to him when you see other outfits that's well done and you know Krampus is even a little bit funny in this one which he's not like saying anything he doesn't speak but just let me just say there's a part where Krampus get a nice big furry heart on <laughs> and it is kind of funny just to let you guys know that <laughs> and they do kind of show it a couple of times <laughs> the girls Delayla like I said, it's the tough redhead, strong-willed one. And Alexi, she's the normal friend that came along with them on this trip. And then we have Sadie. She's the blue-haired one. She's like the sweet one. So like I said, they're cosplayers and they go to different places. And they do like haunts of urban legends. And they try to, you know, see if it's true or not. And so they went to like Santa Land this time to try to get an artifact from there and see the legend of Santa Land. And they wind up running into a real Krampus that's stealing kids' souls, but not just to send them to hell. It's Krampus, with an accomplice, not going to spoil anything, have different plans in this movie with a little twist. So it's a little bit different. Sadie, Delilah, like they run a YouTube video. Like, like I said, they're like urban explorers, and they call themselves the Adventure Girls. And like I, and this one, they drag, like I said, their regular friend Alexi with them. So on their way to Santa Land, you know, they stop off at a bar, meet the bartender, Cherry, which she plays a factor in later on. Not going to give any spoilers about that, but watch your eyes out on that one. 
And like they say, dress up in cute little outfit cosplayers. So some decent eye candy for some of you guys out there that like that. And some of you women. So, but if you're worrying about it being a really horrible B-horror movie, the production, like I said earlier, isn't bad. The Krampus suit is pretty good. Um, the blood and gore is good. Um, it isn't it isn't bad at all. Like the quality of the film, the way it's shot is good. But like I said, it is a B-horror and it is a horror comedy and it is has that fun part and it is a lot going on, but it's 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 to me it's a fun one. I don't think I would steer you wrong if you've been following me for a while. So I and it's a fairly silly movie, violent, and it's a good independently produced horror comedy. It's like I'm thinking you're likely willing y'all have a good time with this one. Especially if you have a nice, you know, holiday cocktail with it. It's a good nighttime movie to watch. Um and the ending, it has a good little ending, nothing crazy, nothing like, it might be one little surprise in there that, like I said, keep an eye out for. You'll be like, oh, snap, I haven't seen that coming. But like I said, it's nothing too crazy. And um, just like I say, remember Sherry the Bartender? This is not a spoiler, but just like, just remember what I said about her. She comes into play at some point and you'll be like, oh, snap, really? <laughs> And this whole movie is, you know, taking place in a Christmas theme park. Like, they start off on a little road trip to go find this place, but, like, the whole place is set from the daytime to nighttime on Christmas Eve in this theme park, Christmas Land. And there's, like a, like I said, a few twists with Krampus and a little other things. I'm not trying to give away any spoilers. So I don't want to keep talking about that. But he has a different agenda than just taking souls from kids. And I like that it actually showed him going to play house to house they don't show really some of the killing, especially with the kids, but um, they make it known that he's going, like, killing the kids and taking their souls, and instead of sending them straight to hell, he's actually doing something else with them, which is pretty different twist on it. Like I said, it's a fun, stupid Christmas horror, but I think you guys will like if you're into that. But I give this a two and a half Raven Wings out of five. To me, that the two and a half Raven Wings is to me is you know definitely you could watch it. You might some of you may love it. Some of you might just say okay. Some of you might be like over underwhelmed by it. But it's I don't think you'll be disappointed with this. But that's my review on this one. And thank you for listening. And as always, I have two more um, Christmas horrors to review after this one. There will be mainstream instead of B-movies. I did a two B-horrors, and now I'm going to do two mainstream Christmas horrors. So I'm just figuring out, watch next week or on my page or listen to the podcast, and you'll know which ones they are. Um, you can always see my reviews up and movies I don't review on my at Instagram page at Ravens underscore horror and my podcast one, which is kind of the same as my Ravens underscore horror, Ravens underscore house of horror. And you hit my link, it'll take you to my TikTok, which I put videos up there. I'm starting to do that at least a couple of times a week. And thank you for listening. Until next week, Raven is out. Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm Raven, 
here bringing you the 2018 review of Sleigh Bells. This is a B-horror Christmas, Christmas movie. And this might not suit everyone, but if you're into horror and you want to mix it with a little bit of Christmas and you're into B-movies, not like bad um, quality B-movie. This is decently shot and it's a good B-movie quality even the production then I think you would enjoy this one I don't think it may be for anyone but it's definitely to me good for a one time watch the runtime is only 90 minutes so it's, it goes fast too because it keeps you kind of busy but I'm going to run down the synopsis the cast and give you my thoughts on this one the plot is it's Xmas Eve and three cosplaying women come across the Melivant Xmas Demon Krampus the girls must team up with Santa Claus, yes, Santa Claus himself, to battle the creature and save the world. So, the plot's simple enough, and it sounds a little bit silly, but it is Christmas and it is horror, and it is it's a fun comedy, horror, kind of violent slasher movie. So, like I said, give it a try. Run down the cast real quick. We have Babby Bostwick. And you've definitely seen this dude in a lot of different movies. I was actually shocked he was in this one. But he plays Santa. We have Christina Klebeck. She plays Alexi. We have one of the cosplayers. We have Susan Slaughter. That's a good horror name. I don't know if that's her real name or not. She plays the Hela. She's the red-headed one. And she's the, you know, the tough girl. We have Hannah Minx. Who plays Sadie. She's the shy one. And she's the one with the blue hair. And then we have Diane Salinger. She plays Cherry. And she's the bartender that they run into. But keep an eye out on her later on in the movie. Then we have Stephen Ford, who plays a police officer. I've seen him in a few things, you know. We have Richard Mole. He's an old school actor from the series, if you remember. If you're older than 35, probably you remember um, Night Court. And he plays Officer Green. And then we have Joel Azara Hebner, who plays, who's in the actually outfit of Krampus. So that's the rundown for you. And I'm just gonna give you my quick thoughts on this quick review. So, Sleigh Bells, my thoughts. This is a low budget, over the top, at times, fun movie. There's a lot going on in this one, a lot. This is a this is a quiet taste, but if you're open-minded and you like fun seeking movies, Bee Harvest especially, if you're a fan of Bee Harvest, I think you will like this one. Trust me, I watch a lot of Bee Horror and I watch a lot of crap that I don't even talk about or even advertise on my page. Trust me, go through a lot of movies just to go to a, a get a decent Bee Horror movie. <laughs> But um, I think this one is worth the shot, especially for a Christmas horror, especially if you don't, you know, have anything to watch at the time. It's a good, fast 90 minutes. I like how, one of the things, I like how Krampus looks in this one. You know, compared to a lot of other Krampus movies I've seen, basically, they actually did a good job with his outfit. Because there's some Krampus movies I watch him and he looked like a, a werewolf on two feet with horns stuck in his head. This one don't look so much like a werewolf. <laughs> he looks werewolfish, but 
got still that Krampus feeling to him when you see other outfits that's well done. And, you know, Krampus is even a little bit funny in this one, which he's not like saying anything. He doesn't really speak, but it just let me just say, there's a part where Krampus get a nice big furry heart on. <laughs> and it is kind of funny. Just to let you guys know that. And they do kind of show it a couple of times. <laughs> the girls, Delayla, like I said, is the tough redhead, strong-willed one. And Alexi, she's the normal friend that came along with them on this trip. And then we have Sadie. She's the blue-haired one. She's like the sweet one. So, like I said, they're cosplayers and they go to different places and they do like haunts of urban legends and they try to, you know, see if it's true or not. And so they went to like Santa Land this time to try to get an artifact from there and see the legend of Santa Land. And they wind up running into a real Krampus that's stealing kids' souls, but not just to send them to hell. It's Krampus. With an accomplice, not going to spoil anything, have different plans in this movie with a little twist. So it's a little bit different. Sadie, Delilah, like they run a YouTube video. Like like I said, they're like urban explorers and they call themselves the Adventure Girls. And like I, and this one, they drag, like I said, their regular friend Alexi with them. So on their way to Santa Land, you know, they stop off at a bar, meet the bartender. Cherry, which she plays a factor in later on. Not going to give any spoilers about that, but watch your eyes out on that one. And like they say, they dress up in cute little outfit cosplayers. So some decent eye candy for some of you guys out there that like that and some of you women. So, but if you're worrying about it being a really horrible B-horror movie, the production, like I said earlier, isn't bad. The Krampus suit is pretty good. Um... The blood and gore is good. Um, it isn't it isn't bad at all. Like the quality of the film, the way it's shot is good. But like I said, it is a B horror and it is a horror comedy and it is has that fun part and it is a lot going on. But it's 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 to me it's a fun one. I don't think I would steer you wrong if you've been following me for a while. So I and it's a fairly silly movie, violent and. It's a good independently produced horror comedy. It's like, I'm thinking you're likely willing, y'all have a good time with this one. Especially if you have a nice, you know, holiday cocktail with it. It's a good nighttime movie to watch. Um, And the ending, it, it has a good little ending. Nothing crazy. Nothing like, it might be one little surprise in there that, like I said, keep an eye out for. You'll be like, oh, snap, I haven't seen that coming. But like I said, it's nothing too crazy. And um, just like I say, remember Sherry the bartender? This is not a spoiler, but just like, just remember what I said about her. She comes into play at some point, and you'll be like, oh, snap, really? <laughs> and this whole movie is, you know, taking place in a Christmas theme park. Like, they start off on a little road trip to go find this place, but like the whole place is set from the daytime to nighttime on Christmas Eve in this theme park, Christmas land. And there's like, like I said, a few twists with Krampus and a little other things. I'm not trying to give away any spoilers. I don't want to keep talking about it, but he has a different agenda than just taking souls from kids. And I like that. It actually showed him going to play house to house. They don't show really some of the killing, especially with the kids, but, um, 
they make it known that he's going like killing the kids and taking their souls and instead of sending them straight to hell he's actually doing something else with them which is pretty different twist on it like i said it's a fun stupid christmas horror but i think you guys will like if you're into that but i give this uh two and a half raven wings out of five to me that two and a half raven wings is to me is you know definitely you could watch it you might some of you may love it some of you might just say okay some of you might be like over underwhelmed by it but it's i don't think you'll be disappointed with this but that's my review on this one and thank you for listening and as always i have two more um christmas horrors to review after this one there will be mainstream instead of B movies. I did a two B horrors, and now I'm gonna do two mainstream Christmas horrors. So I'm just figure out watch next week, or on my page, or listen to the podcast, and you'll know which ones they are. Um, you can always see my reviews up and movies I don't review on my. At Instagram page at Ravens underscore horror and my podcast one, which is kind of the same as my Ravens underscore horror, Ravens underscore house of horror. And you hit my link, and it'll take you to my TikTok, which I put videos up there. I'm starting to do that at least a couple of times a week. And thank you for listening. Until next week, Raven is out. <laughs>